We're back. Welcome to St. James's Pod. We're here to review the Luton game. <laughs> but seeing eight goals, unfortunately, shared between the two teams. Uh, we'll be going over all of that, the good, the bad, and the not so ugly. As well as <laughs> <laughs> looking ahead Ouch. to the Forest game. <laughs> So <laughs> we could really do, we're getting three points in. We'll dive straight into that after a quick word from this week's sponsor, Total Supplements. Take it away. This episode of St. James's Pod is brought to you by Total Supplements. Visit their website, totalsupplements.co, to discover their range of nutritionist-tested supplements, gummies, shakes, and natural extracts. So whether you train hard, work hard, or take an active interest in your overall health, Use our code St. James's Pod, that's S T G A M E S P O D, for 25% off your entire order. The link's in the description. Support the podcast and visit totalsupplements.co now and tell them St. James's Pod sent you. So, obviously, we were at St. James's Park hosting Luton. What was the atmosphere like, Alex, in the, in the corner there? You know, it, it started out pretty decent and obviously, like, get, getting the early goal, it, like, it got the crowd up. But obviously, it was a fucking roller coaster of a game, so naturally the crowd was up and down a bit. But I think generally it wasn't a bad um, crowd, considering well we run a form and often these games against the sort of lower league opposition, like it can be a bit flat. So no, I think I think the crowd was decent to be fair, and it was just a weird one coming out of as well because. Like obviously we're going up twice and then two goals down with half an hour to go and you could say salvaging a point. I don't I don't, I don't know. Like we could have went and won it. Like they could have went and won it. I didn't know what I felt, and this is what I said like at the uh, the old Gartner after I was, I was saying to the lads like I I don't know how I feel about that game. I don't know whether I should feel like happy or sad or like it was just, yeah. it was just a proper weird one. Um, but at the end of the day, like. I'm trying to see the bigger picture, like four points away at a villa and home of Luton, like fucking I want to snap your hand off at that. It's just a shame how we're home form previously has been so good that we just couldn't like hold on to those leads and it's just like a theme of this year of like shipping goals and shipping chances and yeah, like I know all three were predicted a clean sheet by the way, so like what the fuck do we you know? Yes, if anyone's listening, you're listening to the wrong fucking pod because we we know now about the two. <laughs> Absolutely nothing, shocking, and, and the the signs were there as well because we'd even oh, talked nah. about how they'd scored four against Brighton, and uh, and then yeah, going to score four <laughs> against us, <laughs> we just disregarded that completely. Um, so yeah. No, hilarious. But I, I read that they brought a full contingent up um, as an away fa- uh, following. What were they sounding? In, I imagine they were in absolute dreamland, like and sounding pretty good up there in level seven. Yeah, like since I sit up pretty much the opposite side of the ground to where the away fans sit. Like if the home fans were in like good form for the full game, like I often can barely hear them. Or like if a goal goes in, but no, they were in. They were in good voice. Like the full game, to be fair, like obviously, especially when they go up a couple of times, they're allowed. And to be fair, they got quite, quite and very fucking quickly. Like, mm. um, but like even even at the end of the game, like when the players are going over, like cl- going over a clap to the fucking heavens, they were like they were constant at the end. Um, so fair play to them. They must have had a decent night, to be fair. Came up here, I probably expect, and like, I mean, 
maybe I'm doing them a disservice in ex- expecting like maybe to get get a point at most or whatever because they've been on good form. They've also had the performances to look good on the pitch. So I'm probably being a bit fucking arrogant. One of those arrogant like big six kind of like fans like saying, "Oh, they'll look me to come up here and get a point," or they should be expecting maybe to get turned over. But yeah, like yeah, they were in good voice the full game, so I can't knock them at all. It came through on the TV as well. To be fair, like they look like they're having a great time. So yeah, definitely. Um, you can't really, you can't really hate on Luton, can you? I mean, nah. With the even the way they played as well, like fair play to them. But I think it's fair enough to say we uh, we should have won that game. Um, obviously, with defending was pretty horrendous at times, and then we could have even probably scored six or seven really as well. So. If we um, if we look at the game as well at the start, I, like I can't remember when they scored exactly, but there was a, a period at the start where I just thought, yeah, we're we're gonna absolutely turn these over here. Like we looked at the start, like we were on that kind of performance that we've seen before, almost like the Sheffield United game. Like I thought it was gonna be a big number at one point. And I suppose it was just it was evenly split. So, <laughs> um, yeah, were you surprised at all to see Dan Burns start when their right winger was the like apparently he's been recorded as the fastest player in the Premier League this season? Uh, well, I, I know we've we've said like that Eddie doesn't often like to change winning formulas and everything else, but. Um, and Danburn has come up against quick wingers at times this season and last and, and done okay. More so last season than this season up against the, the tricky wingers. But then, yeah, this guy um, is, you know, rapid. And um, and when we've got a fit Livermento there on the bench, um, and I don't know, I feel like... And we've said before as well, it's safer to play Dan Byrne in some respects in the home games um, because, yeah, that we're not expecting to be attacked too often, or at least you would think that with um, you know a team like Luton maybe coming and and playing a little bit more uh, deeper and and but in credit to them, they they didn't they 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 went at us and in that respect. Um, yeah, maybe Eddie made a mistake in start and burn, but he was definitely at fault for a couple of those goals, um, positioning-wise, and just, yeah, especially for the penalty, for just, yeah, not having not having the legs and just having, you know... He's got the fucking legs, he's just kind of moving quickly. <laughs> yeah, not getting the function of... <laughs> he's, he's got too many legs, if anything. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it it is frustrating, like that. I mean, yeah, finally, teams are are, are finding a way around him. Um, and yeah, he he just looked clumpsome, and uh, yeah, I can't really explain why then we persisted with it for so long. That's the thing, like the first half though, like it's it's not like he was getting put a foul out the first half. I think he actually had a solid half, to be fair. 
Um, it was obviously those like third and fourth goals where you like got well and truly found out. Um, but like, I think Eddie probably wanted him on the pitch for that sort of aerial threat. Like, he is good, yeah. like defensively in the box. He is, a f- he's fucking massive. He might not. I think he, he's got one of the highest like header win percentages of like any fullback in the league, which he should do considering he's six foot seven against wingers like Saka. But um, like it shows like their first goal like was from a set piece so like it shows that like Eddie was right in a way that they are a danger and yeah the centre half scored the first goal which oh, I, I, I don't know what to say about it like it just it was it was a well worked set piece obviously they like planned out what they were going to do like to head it back across the box and it was an easy finish in the end Um, but yeah Dan Burn, what can I say? Like that, yeah. As as I've mentioned, the third and fourth goals, he he looked completely out of his depth, and I don't know whether it's got to do with like his winger being different or something like that. Obviously, like Gordon mi- missing the match. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much you can put well put on that, like him going off at half time, because yeah, really. he, he lost lost his guy on the left at half time, so. Um, and then he had obviously Miggy come um, into that role, and I think Murphy did a fair tiny bit, and he just it, that's when he got found out. So, not that I'm blaming sort of Eddie for I don't know not pairing up the right winger with him or whatever, but he got put against as Paige said one of the fastest guys in the league, and you could fucking tell like he went like he must have like ran twice the distance to go around him. And you still beat him to the ball, like it went on the one way, give away the pen. Like it was like when Bale oh, yeah. ran off the pitch, you might as well have like <laughs> yeah, and burn. Yeah, what can I say? Like I, I don't want to be too harsh on him, but it's times like that where Tino's been so good defending one on one matchups. He's quick. He's good in the tackle. Eddie Howe seems quite slow in bringing these like subs on mid game, like. We've seen it against Villa where Watkins scored and nearly scored another, like straight after, like the ball coming down his side. And then he changes it. And then yeah. obviously in this game, it was too late. So, what do what you reckon, Sam? Well, I was just going to say when you, you're talking about him not having legs, like he probably is one of the slowest in the team, but obviously the whole of the defence doesn't really have much in terms of pace and then the three were playing in the centre now because of injuries also none of them have really got pace so you yeah. think about last season when he was doing so well against the likes of Saka and stuff he obviously had Joe Linton helping him out a fair bit from the centre mid um, and that, as, as good as Lewis Miley's playing like you, you just can't do the same thing as Joe Linton you can't really help him out as, in the same way so I think I understand why he gets started because of like as well. Luton are like a strong team and they're quite. They've got some big tall players, so he's obviously getting in for that side of things as well, and his leadership and stuff like that. But I just think he was kind of. It's not really his fault. I mean, he's at fault for the pen, but it's not his fault. He's getting done really. Like you can't expect him to match someone for pace who's the fastest in the league. So run faster. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
it wasn't it's there positioning, that cl- I guess you can question. Well, that was that was what I was going to say. Yeah, that clip is of um, where the PS was it the PS no the Milan game sorry um, where yeah it's it, the same the carbon copy of them like in the same positions like and the winger just having acres of space to the um to the left side of burn and like firing into the corner is just like yeah the carbon copy of that fourth goal um and yeah just frustrating that that seems to not have been i don't know either picked up in like training or i don't know for it to happen you know a few times and i think somebody even mentioned um that it it was similar in a way to a goal conceded against Forest um, only a few weeks ago um, at the end of December. So it's like to keep repeating the same sort of mistakes defensively and allowing that kind of space um, is a little bit of a concern. And yeah, it's a bit, a bit of concern in that it's a uh, defense was, was definitely the pillar in which we were, were strongest with last season for us to now be looking at certain goals that were conceding and, and criticizing them um, as much as we are is like, yeah, not, not great that we're sort of back pedaling a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if you think we're being, a, or at least I'm coming across overly critical, but it just seems like we're, yeah, it's the, the manner of the goals that were conceded, and fair enough, we concede, and it's it's what it is. But it's just some of the things, the mistakes, and things like just happening too often. Well, that's the thing. Like in the first half, I don't remember them having any other big chances other than the goals. They seem to score every time they fucking went forward. Like we like quite dominated that first half, but went in even. So it was a bit of a strange one, but. I don't think you're being unfair on the team because I think after 25 games or at this stage last season, whatever it was, we um, we conceded like less goals over the course of the full season than we'll have up to this point this season already. Mm. So in, in in 14 less games, we've conceded more goals. Like it's ridiculous from like literally one of the best sides in the league defensively to shipping these bad goals, and it's becoming a bit of a regular occurrence and. Like things need need to change, and whether it is like missing that like central midfielder, like Joe Linton, even like Joe Willock coming to help help out playing on that left, he's a lot quicker than Miley, and he can probably obviously he's got a bit of an older head on his shoulders. He knows when to get back. He knows when to make those dotting runs in between the like the fullback and the centre half, which Miley's been doing well. Um, it's just with something not quite there. Whether it's the middle of the park, whether it's like Burn losing a step left back. But like we cannot keep conceding all these goals, like four, like four in a game. Yeah. Four like, in a is like terrible, really. It, it's not good at all, really. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. mean, you, you can you can look at Sheffield United, and obviously we smashed eight past them at their place, and they conceded five against Villa. Um, but they're Sheffield United; they're at the bottom of the table, and I think yeah, you you kind of in some ways expect that. But for us, you know, we have to. Be setting better standards than than conceding four goals, um, either be it against Luton or even if it was you know Liverpool City, whatever. Like um, we just can't be letting that become a a regular thing. 
Well, should we talk about some positives out of the game then? They've come, come in quite negative so far. Us, so. <laughs> um, uh, I guess positives. we can talk about Long, Longstaff's finishing. It seems mm-hmm. to be uh, vastly improved. Definitely. Yeah, it's nice to see he's adding that um, to his game. But we know that he's bit by bit, season by season, seems to be, you know, his range of passing seems to be getting a little better. He's, we know his work rate has always been there and he's getting into the tackles and uh, and everything, but we wanted him to be that finished article of a box-to-box midfielder. Um, and, yeah, the more we're seeing him scoring um, goals and the finishing that he's, he's doing, putting them right in the corners and stuff like that, it's, yeah, definitely what you'd expect from a, a true box to boxer um and yeah i'm i'm pleased to see that that's um i don't know if it's something that he may have like set out as a as a target and objective this season to add to that part of his game but if if uh, that's the case i think he's he can put a tick against that cuz he's he's looking a lot stronger in that aspect of things like how many times are like crying out for someone arriving late in the box, like to tap it in? Like that's like Sean Longstaff's like forty. It's that little space, like probably like online with a pen spot, like on the right hand side. That's where he crops up. Yeah, and like he's, he's like he is so good there. Obviously, he could have got the fourth goal against Villa, like in that exact spot, like making that overlapping run, and he scored two today. So, and that's all down to his work rate. Like, obviously, he's got other finishes in there as well, but it's literally like having the legs to get in the box and make a difference there because obviously that's a bit which Miley probably does need to his game because I don't think he influences the game going forward that much. I, you don't really see him picking like the, the sort of through balls going forward or you, you don't, he, he tries to make, like you can see he's trying, you can see Eddie's trying to teach him to make the same kind of runs that sort of like Longstaff makes on the right. He tries to make them on the left, and the ones that like Willock and Joel and if they're playing on the centre of the left, that they'll play. But yeah, Longstaff does that so well, and like yeah, you've got to give him credit. Like he's, I think he's took a bit of stick over the past few weeks as well, because he yeah. hasn't had a few great games. So like, despite not having control of the midfield, um, I think obviously you've got to like tip your hat to his his two goals, which from his kind of player, like. Yeah, he's he's done well to get one forward twice, and he's well he's been let down by his defenders really because yeah he's he's got us in the lead twice and we f- fuck it both times like you sh- shouldn't be taking the lead twice at home and like not getting three points like the majority of the time so yeah it, yeah he, he was let down by other members of the the team I would say but it was that whole control of the midfield like off the ball as well like. You've got to give props. I know people have been mentioning him for the England squad, but Ross Bartley was like, he was an orchestrator in there. He's he's a player who, like, he was written off. He's written completely off, like, like years ago. Yeah. So yeah. to see him back in the Prem, like, playing as well as he is, and people even mentioning England, like, oh. fair, fair play to him. Like, I know his goal was a bit scrappy from a rebound, but once again, it was similar to long stuff. He well, had to make the run, he had to be there. I was going to make that comparison there about uh, mm-hmm. what Longstaff could like try to emulate. I know Barkley uh, 
had a bit of a bad spell at Chelsea. I say a bit of a bad spell. It was bloody awful. Like, and the, the few loans that he had out weren't great either, um, which robbed him of quite a bit of a key chunk of his career. Um, but if you take it back to that, like the Barkley at Everton and what we're seeing from him at Luton, he's like very much somebody who was like a boxer boxer i know he was like likened to uh, lampard and like everybody who had big expectations on him potentially being a, a a lampard-esque type player um and yeah i think longstaff could try and sort of emulate that um in some respects um with his all-round game and yeah i mean he's getting he's getting there but i wouldn't say he's 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 quite fully at it, but yeah, for for Ross Barkley, I'm I'm pleased enough for him that he's uh, found a bit of form again. Because um, yeah, I always rated him as a good player, but when he was coming through with Everton, um, and just lost his way. But yeah, he's he's very much back at it, and I mean for absolute snip as well, free transfer for Luton. Um, I know they couldn't really work with much in the transfer window, but to pick him up and get the performance out of him. They've uh, they've done very well. That's smart for free transfer. But where was he? He was in France or something, right? His last club was Nice, yeah, in France. But I'm not sure if... Yeah, because he was at Chelsea and then had a loan spell at Villa and then went on loan to Nice. I'm not sure if Nice then picked him up permanently. Um, but yeah, didn't work out for him there. And then he was a free and Luton. Yeah, they've done... Decent in that respect, picking up a couple of free transfers that have had an impact. You just look at Andros Townsend, he was another free transfer, and he, but he scored the winner against us at Kenilworth Road. So, um, yeah. Fucking snake. Snakey Townsend. Snakey Townsend. Um, but yeah, back to like positives from us. Like, yeah, Longstaff definitely was the shining light, but um, I, I suppose. Um, Got a yeah, Trippier getting his first goal of the season. Um, yeah, yeah popping up performance. I thought, got um, lot, Yeah, pop, I think it was it was pre- pretty decent finish as well. Like from the yeah, uh, from the cross. I mean, the ball uh, in was quality, uh, but it yeah. was still quite a hard one to finish off with his left foot as well. Yeah, it was Bruno, wasn't he? Who put the ball in like yeah. um, outside <laughs> of the boot. Um, he loves that, doesn't and he? Bruno Happy. did that again. Right at and the uh, end of the game, didn't he? Ah, you fucking main man, Jacob Murphy, spooned it out of the bar. Aye, but what, what do you want to say to that, Thomas? Um, aye, <laughs> I'm, I haven't haven't got anything to say on that. Um, <laughs> um, Lead the fifth on that one. I, I will do. Um, nah, oh, on. that was, that was oh, it was so frustrating because obviously we got those t- two quick goals to get we're back on level terms, and then there was still I'm. Um, it was still about 10 minutes on the clock when that chance oh. came by. Oh. And yeah. then, like, from where I was, I was, like, right behind it in the corner. So when it gets a touch, it looks like it could still be flicking in, and then it flicks over the bar. I was like, fuck. So frustrating, man. It was on a place. You just needed to keep it down, and it was in. I mean, credit and, like, to it. And Bruno as well. Like, yeah. obviously, he's not... The quickest, like on his feet, sprinting, but he he turns someone inside out on the sideline, and then that ball across the six yard box, Christ, he was right. begging. It was absolutely begging just to be putting it in the net. 
It's better than that man. <laughs> yeah, I I, to be honest, I didn't think Bruno had his best game, but when he was doing, like, he kind of grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck in the second half he, when we went by. He tends to do that, like, yeah. when we're behind or, like, when we're, like, looking for a goal. He wants to get on that ball. He'll drop in between the center halves to get the ball off him. Like, he wants to, like, make something happen. Uh, like it's it's rare where he does that and it gets a bit too much. He usually like delivers. So yeah. fair play to him like. I mean and then this question Go on, yeah, sorry. Yeah, and I was gonna say the question marks on the um the fourth goal. Obviously we're good good to see that Barnes is back and um and scoring that, on Mike. the return. Like that's exactly what you want from a player who's yeah a lot of people have questioned like why we went for him and like if he if he got injured and that he didn't do enough before his injury and things like that but yeah you want somebody like like him coming off the bench and been crying out for it for large portions of the season having somebody being able to large make portions. I love a large portion Yo, nickname <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah we <laughs> Looking out, caught me right off my stride there. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we've been calling out for it, and then from uh, make such an instant impact. But obviously, there's a bit of a question mark, isn't there, on the um, on the build up to it? I think Miley does really well, to be honest. I, I know some people are saying like it's a foul on Barkley, but um, really, I'm not shy to be fucking on the ball. Yeah, it's just maybe I've not been able to see the ang- like a, a definitive angle of it from the others. I mean, from your angle at the ground doors, you probably, you would have been able to see spot on. I think from the camera angles, it like it wasn't clear whether or not, or the ones I've seen at least, whether or not he did nip in and get his foot ahead of it, Barkley. But um, I mean, it was wasn't like a huge talking point after the game, but. Um, it was one that I'd seen people mention. But, yeah, obviously great to win the ball so high from Miley. I think he does do that quite well in terms of, like, maybe doesn't win the ball in the deeper positions quite as well, but nicking the ball there, like, high up the pitch mm-hmm. and then for Barnes to be able to run onto it and, um, yeah, took it away, whipping the corner, like, was... Uh... Just passing, honestly, like, when the ball hit the net, like... Obviously, it was a bit of a relief from the the stadium because we went from four two down to four four in like I'm sure it was less than ten minutes, and then it gave us so much time to go and get a winner as well. So like the crowd was up, Barnes was straight back in his own half, like right, grab the ball, let's kick off again. But it was just nice. Like um, I don't know if you've seen his interview after, but um, last time on Sky Sports about it, and he's saying like yeah, like obviously Goodwood didn't get the win, but he's like. It did feel nice to come back and get get the goal, and he was like, like obviously being out for so long, like you could t- he said like it's like one of like me like happiest feelings in football, like getting back and getting a goal and getting just getting back on the pitch really. Yeah, you can tell he was just like dying to get back on the pitch, and <laughs> once again, just as the right at the right time because we've got another man out injured with Gordon. Although reports are that he might make the Forest game this weekend, but. Seems to be a lot of question marks. No, I don't think anyone particularly knows, other than well, the people at the club, I guess. But 
He was wandering around the Metro Center without a protective boot on, so that's probably a good sign of anything. Yeah. yeah, it was a bit jarring when you seen him leaving a protective boot. Like, but I think they were saying that he twisted his ankle or something. Hmm. So fingers crossed, like, because he was again in that first half, he was quality, like, such a good player. Oh, he's been class, like. Like, you obviously won there, like, at half time. I know we went in 2 2, but we pretty much dominated the first half and we lost a lot of that control in the second half. And you wonder how much that has got to do with um, Gordon yeah. going off. And obviously, Wilson, to be fair, I thought he had a good game. I thought he battled quite well. He I did, thought he held yeah. the ball up well. I thought he looked decent. Like, I thought he gave a good account of himself, um, despite not, like, registering a goal or assist or whatever. Um, but it's good to see him back. And. There's rumours that Isaac could be in contention as well. Will, but again, there's been so little. Like, how how is it such a fucking bullshitter? You never know what. Like, you know, if he's out for a week, like you'd be out for like four months, and he'll say he's out for a week, he's ready to come back. Well, then Isaac, you'll say he's not quite ready. Then he'll be fucking starting. So, do you well, reckon, I guess we'll have to see what happens. Do you reckon he's a master of poker? Do you reckon Eddie's Eddie's brilliant at the at the game of poker? Because he honestly never seems to give anything away, like uh, any slight like look in any press conference of like uh, whether it be injuries uh, coming back or transfers or whatever. Like he's just such a yeah, like cool. I think you can tell when he's bullshitting, though, don't you? He has like a little wry smile. Like he knows he's talking shit, but like, he's not going to like stir up the light in your face. It's a bit like Coy. No, I... do you, do you um, like a will him? at the last press conference. Hi. <laughs> was just more Tinder like, charge. Wanted more time on the training pitch. He was like, "You go do it this time." Yeah. No, I can't be asked. Um, but yeah, and otherwise, like I mean, I, I can't think of many of them major. Positives, like from um, from the from the game, other than the ones that we've mentioned there, like. But yeah, I think it's just good yeah. that we've got to numbers back, and hopefully, any of the ones that, like you mentioned with Gordon, have uh, can come through and got a few days to get any final uh, recovery in ahead of this uh, this Forest yeah. game. Well, I think looking at looking ahead to Forest, I think. The positives we can take from the games, obviously, scoring four goals towards positive. Coming back from behind and not losing the game, positive. Getting four points, like you said earlier, from those two games, like you would have taken that prior. So if you look at it that way as well, and getting those injuries back, like Touchwood, obviously, Gordon isn't a bad one, and he's back, then. We've got Barnes definitely, Wilson definitely back, and he's a rumour to be returning. So going into this Forest game, I think we can take a lot of positives from it. It's just obviously this week, training wise, we need to be looking at the defensive structure and stuff, and whether we can actually have um, like Tino or someone come in and not like lose anything on set pieces and stuff with Dan Burn not being in there because I think. It is that and his leadership, why he doesn't want to drop him. And I think like you do hear him a lot in press conferences say you look at each game and which which players and which team is going to be the best to win the game. But then he always kind of puts out the same team. So it's mm-hmm. like, 
how much is he really doing that? Like he didn't obviously match up the pace wise for for the Luton game. Do you think we'll see him tinker with things for Forest? Um, should we have a quick check on the Forest score at the minute because they're playing FA Cup, aren't they? They are. And it's one-one um, at half time. Um, and yeah, in terms of the major kind of team news from Forest in this game is that they've rested a few of the few players, but still got the likes of Gibbs White and Alanga playing. But um, it's Divock Origi who's leading the line. So um, yeah, a one you you would expect will be back in for the for our game. Um, I know fuck Chris was out <laughs> I know fucking hell couldn't do that again having him oh, no. score the hat trick but um, yeah I'd expect him but one year he's coming back from a long spell out injured um, so yeah he'll be looking to try and get back to the ways he was from last season and um, earlier this season uh, he's a, he is a handful um, he, he, um, I watched match of the day and he had a few chances against Bournemouth like, and he looked like he was doing all the right things getting in the right positions and his finishing wasn't quite there so fingers crossed he's still a, a little bit rusty <laughs> yeah um, I well, think they might have to bring on some big guns if it stays 1-1 as well so. <laughs> well yeah he's on the bench hudson Adoy, he's also on the bench so I'd, um, I'd think yeah they would they might call upon those guys if uh if things are looking still a bit, uh, yeah, worrying for them in that one. So, yeah, back to the point though about yeah, what looking at matchups and um and what we might need to tinker with from a defensive point of view. Yeah, Elanga and Hudson Adoy, either either one of those if they're paired up against Dan Burn would again concern me because uh, even just like this week. I mean, I'm not questioning like Dan Burns' mentality and professionalism or anything in any way, but um, he'll he'll be thinking about that Luton game. He'll be thinking about the performance, and he'll be worried about you know making similar sort of mistakes and and conceding penalties for in in similar situations. So it's whether or not like Eddie is fully trusting that that's not going to be on his mind and that he's uh he's fully mentally ready for um whoever he's going to be paired up with but it's you know again both of those players i mentioned the langer and hudson adoy tricky quick like like most modern premier league wingers are but um yeah i think they would they would be if they were coming up against dan burn i reckon they'd be relishing it and i think both are in particularly or at least Hudson Adoy scored a decent goal, didn't he? Um, away at Bournemouth, so um, yeah, they would they would be up for that, I think. So um, I hope Eddie's uh, factoring that into everything on the training pitch and his selections. Yeah, like it's one of those where if you watch our game back at St James's Park against Forest, like if you look where they were attacking. They were attacking down the wings, uh, both that trip and Burn. So either Eddie Howe needs to work on getting Burn some help, and obviously Longstaff's pretty good at um, helping Trippy out generally, or he needs to sort Dino. You know, and it's 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 that simple. You can't get left one on one with one of those wingers because 
as we've seen against Luton, he hasn't got the pace to like beat them in a straight up race. Like obviously, we did see last season. Like you had, you had a few games where you put him up against these fast wingers, and he could um, he could keep up with them. Like if they were running with the ball, but I don't yeah. know if he has like lost like a yard or something like that because obviously against um, against Luton that it was clear as day. So yeah. whether it's sort of giving him a hand with, I don't know, if Gordon's on the left, tell him to help him get back, or whoever's on that left side of midfield, whether, see, it's, is it going to be what Miley Longstaff Bruno again? I know Eddie said that Willock was just behind Wilson in the terms of like getting back to full fitness. So obviously we know he's not going to start, but are we going to see Willock on the bench? Like, could he maybe come on the left side of midfield and give him a haven't, hand? Haven't we got Anderson also not far off? Or did I read that he was he had like a setback? Well, from Tyndall's press conference, especially, I think he said like, yeah, Wilson and Barnes are nearly back. Well, just a bit behind them, and then I think Anderson maybe. Ah, right. I think nearer sort of I don't know back end of the month mm. until he's back, but. That that that's obviously where Forest are, are gonna target. So we're we're gonna have to have some ideas to counter it. And Eddie, you know, you know, he's an, an absolute like mastermind of the game. Like you'll put the work in, you'll be watching back all that footage and looking where you can improve and make sure it doesn't happen again. So I guess we can just see what happens, and hopefully a few of their players will be a bit leggy and we can give uh, Matt Sells a nice Newcastle welcome. <laughs> Um, I was going to ask if he was playing tonight. Um, he's, he's been rested, I believe. No, yeah, it's Turner in the goal today. Um, and the, yeah, the he's not on the played, bench. The fact he played against Bournemouth, though, he's got high straight in when they signed him. Seen and Turner was on the bench for that game as well. Yeah. Seems to indicate that he's been bought as a number one. As a number one, yeah, which is crazy because all of their keeper yeah. choices are all ones which you could argue. Like there's no, I mean, yeah, some of them have had dips in form and everything else, but yeah, they brought Turner in in the summer as a number one, um, and then Odysseus to like be a um, a definite one to push for the number one, um, not just like be a, an absolute backup, and then yeah, now to bring Cells back to English soil um, is uh, yeah going to be a interesting want to see what he was like because he he ended his tune career pretty badly um let's be let's be honest he he, he didn't look particularly great in the championship so you know um, yourselves you know yourselves um and yeah so if he is going to be starting in goal <laughs> the, the tune fans are going to be yeah desperate to um yeah just give him a hard time and get get some goals past them I was just I was just thinking before we move away from the, the left back situation as well. With Burn, he came back early from his back injury. Um because we were obviously in such dire need at the time. Do you think it would probably be a good idea to to rest them a little bit as well? Like that could be another thing, is that he's kinda of come back in early and then he's not really come out with the team again. And then I was also wondering do you think Eddie's reluctant, even though Tino did so well at left back, to play him there because technically it's out of position? And if that's part of his thinking, like why isn't Lewis Hall 
getting much of a look in. Yeah, the the whole Lewis Hall thing for me just seems like baffling. Like I know we've, we always say that Eddie, when you bring somebody in, won't throw them in straight away. He wants to get them up to his standard of fitness and get make sure that they're tactically aware of everything that he wants them to do. But he's been with us in, in, since the summer, like. And I was gonna say that it's February. Uh, fuck me. It's February, and we've barely seen him. Like it's just like. Uh, and he was brought in, like, at least from my perspective, not not as one for the future, but like one for the current squad. Like, you know, and that backs up the um, transfer fee that we're prepared to pay once what that goes through in the summer. So, for that, from to then not play as much, just like, yeah, worries me. Like, and yeah, especially when players ahead of them in the pecking order are going through particularly bad spells of form. Why is he not getting uh, called upon? Is Yeah, definitely a strange one. That's the thing, we'll barely even mention his name these days because we know he's just like a non-factor that like he's not going to start and he's not going to get any, well, many minutes if, if, if he doesn't start. Like you see him getting brought on in like the 90-odd minute, like... Yeah, like, how's that gonna help him? Like, I don't know. Yeah, as you're saying, is a strange one. Like, there's no logic behind it that I can think of. He's had enough time to train. Well, like, maybe because he hasn't had much time on the training pitch because we've had two games a week and we haven't spent that much time, as Eddie said, since we started the Champions League football in like October. I don't know. Like, um, he's never just... been injured this season, has he? Like, no. I'm right, right, and saying he's always been a select, like, available for selection, uh, as far as I'm aware, throughout the whole season. Yet we just haven't used it. Like, only in it's the not like, like a small fee either. Yeah, no, it's not. Twenty-eight million, like, that's a lot, a lot of money for our like for how much we can spend. Like, that was one of our four players we got in the summer. One of them's banned, and he's one of the three that's left, and. We're not prepared to give him minutes, even during a complete injury crisis where we're playing same minutes, the same players like all like all the minutes. I need rather play Tino there over him, who is clearly right footed. Like, granted, yeah. he's done a fucking fantastic job when he did play left back, but he's clearly our long term right back. Yeah. So no, it's like yeah, like last thing I'm trying to think of excuses, but there's not one in my head which really makes sense like too much so that, one, he, that one's on Eddie and even I've asked, obviously the the one the longest spell of which we've seen him play was in the the game at Old Trafford in the Carabao Cup where he had a very decent game obviously scored mm-hmm. like and like yeah alright there's been a few times where he's come on and I think we've been a bit like alright okay yeah he's he's still like not fully there and like yeah I, I don't know even just thinking sort of positionally, I know Eddie has said he is a left back, that's what he's been brought in for, but like, yeah, it's just still for me, is that fully decided even in Eddie's mind? Like, is that why he's, he's reluctant to put him in the left back situations because he's still thinking, in, even in his own head, actually, do I want to play him there? Like, do I think of putting him in a midfield? Like, Longer term, I don't know. There's just so many question marks on him. That's the thing. Like, 
I want to see more of him. Like the promise that he's shown, the potential that he's shown, like at Chelsea last season. And it's not just like in the cup games where he's playing for Chelsea. They had like obviously Chilwell's out for fucking months on end. Like you had to start games against big teams, and he looked comfortable in those games. He looked comfortable on the ball. So how was he looking? He was class against us, wasn't he? Yeah, he how, how, yeah. Like it's the first time I'd seen him. I was like, who the fuck's this guy? Like <laughs> he, yeah. he looked like he was one of their best players. Like. So, like, why are we not seeing more of them? I want to see more of them. And it's just frustrating. It's so frustrating. He's but, class out like... darts as well. <laughs> well, that's even more reason to start. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, that was a mint bit of, uh, what would you call it? Like, social... social the internal stuff, social media team. Yeah, they've t- yeah. they've had a few winners down the uh, the last couple of seasons. Like, I was a big fan of the the Guess Who with Isaac and <laughs> Lascelles, but um, yeah, the darts was good, and obviously we got to see uh, our boy Sandro back. Like, Sandro, yeah, yeah, he's, they kept the low profile, obviously for for obvious reasons, I'd imagine. But he's he's obviously worked hard on trying to keep a social thing with the team despite being um yeah unavailable this season um so fingers crossed like even just from those clips that we've seen that he's he's still feeling wanted and everything else from the team and that he's he's going to come back with a point to prove next season oh, i think i think he will be class when he comes back just so long to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, forest-wise then, do you think it's kind of the same areas where we've seen them at St. James is where we need to be wary or do they play quite different at home? Well, obviously the crowd's going to be behind them, isn't it? Aren't they? Like, and are you any, like, he's a different type of strike at the Chris Wood. Like, I think he's more of an all-rounder. So he's mm. probably got, I don't know what score to have it against him, but he's, I, I would say he's probably more dangerous, where, strangely. Like, like he, he can run with the ball. He can hold it up. He can, he's good from set pieces. Like, yeah, he's a bit of an all-rounder. So he's a tricky guy to defend against. And with the wingers, um, I think they'll come up with. I really do. The, like, half-five kickoff as well. We know what like half five kickoffs are like at the tune. Like everyone's had a few pints, gets the crowd going. It, the, their home crowd has got to be raucous. Like so, yeah. it's not going to be easy. They've um, got a lot, lot to play for now. Like they've they've, yeah. they've still got a potential um, uh, points deduction hanging over them, um, mm-hmm. and that would really drag them into a, a shit position. Um, and I mean. Last season, that there um, we, we 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 scraped it, didn't we? Like it was a last um, a last minute um, penalty, wasn't it? That won it for us um, down there last season. So we haven't had prior to that a very good record at the city ground um, either. So it's it's not going to be an easy game whatsoever. Um, and yeah, I think I think Forest know that they need to be targeting games against you know the likes of us like where they could like where we're a bit fragile away from home um to to get the points they need to pull away from from relegation 
that's the thing though. Like the two points ahead of Everton in the bottom three, and obviously we don't know what's happening with with their points as well. Like they could get some of those ten points taken off, and then Forrest are right down there, so they're going to be fighting. There's still what 13, 14 games left of the season. Um, there's a long way to go, but them getting a win will like help like so much more than probably us trying to get into the sort of seventh, eighth place spot or whatever like that. Um, they're going to be up for it. I wouldn't be surprised if they're more up for it than us. But if we come out and play like we did against Villa, like we, I, we shouldn't have any um, worries. But it's just that mentality, like coming out on the front foot, putting them under pressure, make them make mistakes. And we should have the quality on the pitch to see them through, especially with like the likes of Bonds coming back. The like of like Isaac may be coming back. Um, I expect Wilson to start. Gordon, we don't know what's going to happen with him, whether he'd be fit to start, make the bench, whatever. But we're starting to get options now, whether it's like Miggy on the right, Murphy on the right. Like, there's actually questions to be asked as opposed to saying, right, our front three is going to be this, 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 like, because that's all we've got. So hopefully that'll drive the players to be a bit better as well. Like, whoever's starting will be fighting for the place now, knowing that if they have a bad game, there's someone ready to take the place. And how long has it been since we've been able to say that? No, totally. It's hard to off the bench for like, I can't even remember the last time we did so. Um, looking at the league as well, we're kind of, we're three points off West Ham and then five points off Man U in six. Do you think that's kind of where we're looking at for this season now? I think Spurs are quite far ahead now, eleven points ahead of fifth. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I, I think we have to present our, ourselves to the fact that we're not going to be in the Champions League race. And in some respects, I think even and yeah, you guys might think otherwise, but like the top six is um is all but decided in some respects for me. Um, six. And that, Did you say six? I'd, you see, who, as much who, as that, who's I, who's that sixth team? As much as I hate to say it, but I'm, Dude. and I know, that, <laughs> I know, but yeah, um, no, I, I, I've just got this horrible feeling that Man United of like, I know that the the points wise, yeah, it's still they're still very much within sight, but um, I just feel like um, they might have just got a bit more of a stranglehold over that. And it was maybe just the way in which they dispatched West Ham um, at the weekend. Potentially that's what's swaying my mind on that one. But I feel like the battle that we're going to have is trying to get that seventh spot personally. But um, And that we're going to obviously need to be reliant on uh, Liverpool doing us a favour in beating Chelsea in the Carabao Cup so that seventh spot becomes the the conference league position um that's that's just what I'm, I'm I I think I, I don't know if I'm just maybe looking too far into what I've seen of like one game of Man U against West Ham against like two sides going for those top six places but yeah I, I just I just think maybe Man U and have prob have got in that six spot and that the top six or right, the order of which I, I wouldn't be able to be confident on saying 
where that, that top six will finish, but the teams within it that are in it now, I, I, I feel, I don't know, 90% there. 90? Think. Right, I'll put a bet on you if you want. Give us 10 to 1, and I'll bet Man U will, will not finish top six a fucking all day. I'll even give you, you can give us 8 to 1 if you want. I'll still take that. Well, uh, look, I'm, I just, I'll give you a good price. I'll give you a good price. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said he was 90% sure, so um, 9 well, to 1 sounds good. I think I'm, I'm, I'm 90% sure on the top five. Like, I'm, I'm almost yeah. certain those top five will finish there. Um, yeah. yeah. There's potential. I mean, I can't see Villa fucking up that bad. Where they're going to drop out of the top five? I can't see Tottenham. I can't see, obviously Arsenal, Liverpool, um, Man yeah, City, all three who are going to be chasing the title. Um, nah, I think Ma- you underestimate Man U's ability to just completely shit the bed at any point. Like no, they do. How many? How many times have we seen that this season where they've looked fucking shocking? Like no, they the have been pretty years, shocking. Though, yeah, they've been like, they've been shocking in games and still. A mass point, like, mm-hmm. and you think as well that they don't have Europe just like us um, to compete with. Whereas West Ham and Brighton um, will be back into Europe again um, as well. So the extra games may take the toll on on those sides. Whereas Man U just are FA Cup left um, and and the league like we do um, that might play a factor i don't know like but that's that that's kind of where i'm trying to get the logic in maybe uh, the more i'm talking the more the 90 percent is dropping <laughs> down uh. a touch of of confidence wise but i still I, I, it would be foolish of us to completely write them off that they're gonna fall down and that we're gonna finish above them no no i mean i would absolutely love it if we did but it's um we've got a five point gap at the minute between us and um. Yeah, each each, you know, the runnings when you look at them for everybody, is yeah fairly similar. Obviously, because of the fact that there's only fourteen, there's still fourteen games left, so quite a lot of um, teams need to play against the same teams. Um, so it's but it's just sort of yeah. I look at Brighton at one point they have to play Man City, uh, Liverpool, and Arsenal all within the space of like four game weeks like that would be massive like obviously they could have a real say on where the title goes based on that um winner games but um yeah like i could see them potentially struggling and if that's that's where i think that we need to capitalize if and just make sure that we get the points back um against uh those sides directly above us in Brighton and West Ham and try and just cement ourselves at least into seventh and then just hope Man U like fall away and that we can um yeah nick into six. Obviously depend that that would then be a difference of Europa Conference League against Europa League. Um but I think that that, that has to be our aim is to, to finish in one of those spots which could get us Europe um if not, obviously getting it through FA Cup win. Yep, me away to fucking some random Bosnian team or something. I'm all up for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Top six, seven. Like, I'd be good if we finish lower. Like, I did say at the start of the season, eighth or higher, cup run. Um, look, we're, we're, we're like, obviously not in a great place at the moment, 
But we know we can turn it on. We know we can hit a run of form and beat anyone on the day. We've got a man you in their backyard. We could go there and slap them like we did in the cup. Like, I wouldn't really think anything else. I'm looking at is like, we're probably getting no points as Arsenal away. Well, that's the thing. We've already played throughout the top four twice. Like yeah. they've they've got a run of games where they've got Chelsea at home. They're, they're away at Chelsea. Yeah, obviously Chelsea aren't playing well at the moment, but going to Stamford Bridge, never, never a particularly easy game. Then they've got Liverpool away to Bournemouth, and then they've got us. They've also got Man City in there. They've got Arsenal second last game of the season. They were away to Brighton last game of the season. They've got a lot of top off teams still left to play, um, and they've got Villa this weekend, obviously. So. There's a lot of opportunities for them to drop points. And you've seen a lot of their wins earlier in the season were against the bottom half side teams and a lot of them scraped as well. So, yeah. I know we've picked it went fucking way off topic, but, um, yeah, if we get a win and they fail to get anything at Villa, which is completely plausible, two points behind, um, I'll take all your money. <laughs> well... <laughs> I guess the last question now is, will we get the win? So, let's have uh-huh. a prediction of his. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> After all I'm that talk. Going in with maths of confidence, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but then again, I didn't with Aston Villa. Um, I'm going to say we'll win 2-1. Oh, um, I, think, I think we will also... Win. I was gonna say two one as well, um, uh-huh. but I'll I'll go with I'll go with three two. I was actually thinking oh. that you know. I was actually uh, thinking something like three two. Like obviously, like we all went fucking win and ill against Luton, and now we're thinking, yeah, we're gonna kind of see probably multiple goals against Forest. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. All right, I'm gonna say I reckon we're on the training pitch all week. Wait. Gonna have that defence back to where best. And <laughs> Burns gonna be fucking getting those last minute long legs in. Uh, I'm gonna say three 0 Fuck it, also. Being on the fucking Australian moonshine. Early early morning as well. Yeah. The sun's come <laughs> out. Feeling <Nah>. good. <laughs> no, I think um yeah, I think we're going to go on a run now. Like, we've got to. God. So, start with Forest. Well, to be fair, we haven't lost in a couple of games. But yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so after that, we're looking at Bournemouth away, is it? No, Bournemouth, Bournemouth home. home. Bournemouth home after, I It's Saturday 3 o'clock, I so, believe. Yeah. Aye. So we'll be back next week for that one. And hopefully we'll be looking at the league this time next week and be feeling a bit more positive. That 90% of yours, Tom, will be I'll be, I'll be down down a, uh, a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> DAC down a lot. DAC. Didn't want to drop the uh, the C bomb on the honest, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see next Tuesday. Yeah. Um, hey. Right. Well, join us for that one. <laughs> Remember to like the episode, like the podcast, follow the podcast on social media at St James's Pod, 
If you're watching on YouTube, hit the notification bell. And we'll see you then. Oh,